The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as a potential for discussions about other topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the person stating them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Hello and welcome to the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, Whiskey Madness 2020, the final pour, a four-week-long blind-tasting tournament featuring 16 whiskeys from America, Scotland, and Ireland, modeled after the most famous bracket competition of all, NCAA Basketball's March Madness. Joining me, as always, is Ed. Hey, everyone. And our friend and bartender extraordinaire, Anders. Thanks for having me again. Our venue is the stunning Whiskey Tangent Arena in beautiful downtown Marlton, New Jersey, otherwise known as my kitchen, and the crowd is just electric with anticipation. (laughs) But first, if you haven't already, go and get your Whiskey Madness bracket at sites.google.com slash view slash whiskey tangent slash the dash final dash pour. A link is in the description, or you could go to Facebook or Twitter, so you can follow along. But to describe things just briefly, we have four whiskey brackets, bourbon, rye, scotch, and Irish, each of which contains four whiskeys that Ed and I will taste blind in a series of battles in successive rounds to see who reaches the final pour. Today, we're doing round one of the American brackets, and Ed's going to kick us off by revealing the four bourbons and the four ryes that are looking to make their whiskey dreams come true. Thanks, Scott. That's right. So for the bourbons, we have Larceny, Willet Pot Still, Old Forester, Prohibition Style 1920, and and Henry McKenna, 10-year bottled and bond. For the ryes, we have Willett Family Estate Rye, Bullet Rye, Pikesville Rye, and Jack Daniels Single Barrel Rye. And from these, we hope to have um, a winner. <laughs> but, um, I don't know where I was going with that. but So we're going to have um, the four bourbons we're going to face off and then the four ryes. This is the first taste. So at the end of this round, we'll have two and two to move on. Right. So a few stipulations we had from our own personal selection process was that none of the whiskeys that we featured in our rankers top 10 list could be in the tournament and none of them could be over $60. We wanted this to be something that was accessible to the mainstream whiskey drinker. And uh, there's some interesting matchups and we'll, re- we'll let you know where they were seated at and the process that we went through or didn't go through to make that happen. Yeah. So we're going to do the bourbon bracket first. Our first matchup is the Old Forester versus Willet 
pot still. Yeah, Ooh. the pot still is coming in as a third seed. Right. The Willow Pot Still Reserve, small batch bourbon, aged eight to 10 years. It's got a 94 proof, 72% corn, 13% rye, 15% malted barley. Now, here's one of the most popular bourbon expressions from a company that puts out some fantastic products. The Kentucky Bourbon Distillers, a.k.a. Willow Distillery, they have Noah's Mill, Rowan's Creek as two higher proof expressions that are well-liked and respected. The, the Willow Pot Still was originally released in 2008 as a single barrel expression. However, by 2015, it was changed to a small batch release. In an interesting twist, Willet did not actually distill on their property until around 2012. Hmm. While they've not revealed conclusively, Scott, where the pot stills actually distilled, it's strongly believed that it's done by Heaven Hill Distillery just a half mile down the road. Wow. It is ironic that three of the bourbons on this list were most likely to still at the same location. Mm. Some people feel like Noah's Mill or Rowan's Creek would be a better matchup against Old Forester 1920. However, at 94 proof, the pot still from Willet is anything but thin. It has to rely on its unique flavor to carry the round, a flavor filled with a strong mix of oak, vanilla, and butterscotch. All right, Anders, what do you think of the Willet pot still? We had it among those others that Ed mentioned at the local lounge tasting yeah. that you uh, hosted. Absolutely. I think the Willet pot still is a fabulous bourbon. And I've always maintained the fact that uh, Kentucky bourbon distilleries that puts out Willet and Rowan's Creek and Noah's Mill, mm. they don't do anything bad at right. all. Everything is very approachable in price, very approachable in proofage. And so I think Willet pot still has a very comfortable place over at third. And I'm very excited to see how it ends up matching up. To yeah, our next seat. I'm a little surprised that the selection committee chose this one over the other ones. Mm. I would have taken any of the uh, Willet expressions, even the Kentucky Pure XO. Yeah, the Pure Kentucky XO is. It's tremendous. I always champion that. Uh, yeah. That could be at a future tournament. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm not upset that the uh, pot still is on here because that's, that's terrific. Right. And at 94, like I said, it's not thin, but it's got a heck of a lot of proof to make up here mm. to, it, to have a strong you know, finish. Funny you mentioned that because its opponent, the Old Forester 1920, it's, yeah. its proof is 115. It is a Prohibition-style bourbon. Its uh, mash bill is 72% corn, 18% rye, and 10% malted barley. Its distiller, bottle, and owner is... Is Brown Foreman. They were featured on part two of our Prohibition Whiskey Mentory. It's called a Prohibition style whiskey because of its 115 proof, which was the typical barrel proof at the time prior to bottling. Brown Foreman was one of only six distilleries to be granted medicinal license during Prohibition and today owns such notable whiskeys as Jack Daniels and Woodford Reserve. I haven't heard of them. <laughs> the Old Forester brand is celebrating its 150th anniversary. Wow, they must be doing something right. And their tasting notes are caramel, brown sugar, mint, vanilla frosting, peanut butter, cocoa, and toasted oak. Mm. Anders, what do you think about the Old Forester 1920? I'm really excited to see how the 1920 does. I'm pretty confident saying that that is my favorite expression of Old Forester. Mm -hmm. But that being said, I think it's a great kind of matchup. They both have really strong candy notes uh, between all the caramel and brown sugar that they both really pull out of the barrel. I really do think it's going to come down to the proofage between the Old Forester 115 versus the Willet Pot Still. And the truth be told, with the 115 proof of the Old Forester 1920, it has the tenacity to take the bracket, but it also has the strength, I think, to take the tournament. Wow. So I think the only thing left now is to actually do the tasting. Anders is going to move over to the preparation area and we'll come back and I'll read the rules. Crazy. 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 Crazy.
Got black walls and I still ain't stop. Finna flip out, you can call the cops. What they gonna say? Let the beat drop. Okay, so we're back, and I'm going to read the rules. We have four tasting glasses, two marked A and two marked B. For each matchup, Anders will pour three-quarters of an ounce of one whiskey into each glass A, three-quarters of an ounce of the other whiskey into each glass B, and note these choices on the official Whiskey Madness, the final pour referee's scorecard. Anders will then give Ed and I each a glass A and a glass B. Ed and I will first taste glass A neat, add a half an ounce of water, or however much we prefer, uh, taste it again, and repeat with glass B. When Ed and I have made our separate choices, we will write them down on our official Whiskey Madness, the final pour, tasting scorecards, <laughs> and hand them to Anders, who will read the results. If Ed and I choose the same whiskey, Anders will declare that whiskey the winner. If we did not choose the same whiskey, then Ed and I will pour Anders three quarters of an ounce of whiskey into glass A and glass B, and then Anders will taste them both neat and with some water as we did and declare his choice the winner. First up, Old Forester 1920 versus Willet Pot Still. Anders, please give us the glasses. All right. We're going to start with glass A. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. We're going to taste it. It's pretty tense right now. Mm. Feel the tension within the room. Ooh, peanutty. Mm. This is this so is good. Delicious. Okay, we have we have water in it now. Mm. So what we're trying to avoid is trying to assign. Oh, I think this is whatever, and I think that's the other whiskey. So right, uh, I think because we're going to mess ourselves up if Taking we try to it do at that. Face value, yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah. Right, here we are with uh, glass B. Glass B. Here it is. Whew. I thought I knew what the first one was. I thought I did too. But now but I, don't, now n- I don't think I do now. Yeah, no. <laughs> I definitely don't think I do now. All right. Now I'm going to put some water right, in. Yeah, it looks like you guys have added some water. This is so much fun. I love my non-job. <laughs> oh, God. All right. We're handing Anders our official scorecards. All right. It's under review. Huh. We have a tie. Oh, damn it. I haven't already. Damn it. <laughs> I picked B. So, Ed, you must have picked A. I picked A, and it was it was close, but I thought mm. that A had more flavor. Okay. Anders is going to have to break the first tie of the tournament. Overtime. Okay, so Ed has poured the whiskeys into glass A and glass B for Anders, and he is handing Anders glass A right All now. Right. I've got my glass A. All right. And B. B is right there as well. A. A little bit neat. He's contemplating. Mm. He's thinking. It's nice. <laughs> They're both nice. I have to say, being on this side of the bar <laughs> right. for the first time right. on Whiskey Tangent is an honor, <laughs> right. and I want to thank you both for oh, oh, allowing me to sit welcome. down and have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> right. The first time I ever got to give Andres a drink. That's right. Yeah, I know. So yeah. It's like really uh, It's true. We should definitely do this more often. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have on the bar so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my, my etiquette needs to be worked Etiquette. <laughs> nice. All right, let me try B. Be neat. Mm. Wow, that's really good as well. He's going to add some water to B. Certainly weren't going to make this easy on ourselves. Right. All right. All right. Do you have a decision? I have a decision, yes. Okay. Um, So is he going to tell me the letter and I just announced the winner then? Correct. Okay. I'm going to go with B. B. An upset. Will it pop? Yes. Oh, wow. Amazing. The same way. Gorilla <laughs> Pot still has yeah. come through with an upset. Unbelievable. I thought that Old Forester could possibly take the tournament. They came in here on, yeah. a, on a high streak with their brand being the number one of the local, feeling really big and kind of cocky, I yeah. think. And then boom, out of nowhere. Absolutely. Well, Gorilla Pot still with a close 
Overtime upset in round yeah. one. I, I, upset my favorite old horse. Yeah, I, I feel like Brown Foreman, as the coach here, has failed their players. Uh, <laughs> this is a devastating loss for Brown Foreman at this tournament. I think that I possibly might have put too much water into the old Forester when I tasted it. Mm. And then when I took my second sip of it, instead of getting a lot of flavor, it just tastes a little bit watered down. So then I went back to A, and the flavor from the old pot still was just butterscotchy and just, like he said, candy It was just delicious. Like, you know what? This is winning the day for me right now and that's why i went that way i will say that now that i know which whiskey is which i do prefer old forester 1920 but the smell of the old willet pot still is tremendous and you know smell is most of taste so right so we've we started out the tournament with an upset which i think is is exciting right out of the gates very exciting it's to say that i'm upset. a little yeah. disappointed in the 1920 Same. but i'm not upset at the upset right i mean we seeded the old forester on purpose because we thought we did it was better than the willet mm-hmm. and um i'm actually kind of stunned yeah it'll be really interesting in regards to the proofage kind of uh seeing how it plays out since it's right in between the larceny and henry mckenna 10 right right so See, whoever they catch it's going to be interesting yeah absolutely right. well All then right. we're going to uh, take a quick pause and we're going to prepare henry mckenna the top seed going against that upstart larceny So we're back, ready to do round two, which was our top seed Henry Regano versus that upstart Larceny mm. after a stunning upset stunning. in the first round. Yeah, so Larceny uh, is a weeded bourbon. Its mash bill is proprietary. It's 92 proof. Uh, it has no age statement. Its distiller and bottler is the Heaven Hill Company. There we are. Again, uh, the owner is the Shapira family. Some fun facts. Uh, Larceny was featured on episode 12, paired with Maker's Mark, which is also who we did bourbon. It's uh, named for the pilfering ways of Johnny Fitzgerald, a former treasury agent who Mm. went to work for Pappy Van Winkle and would take from his best barrels. Larceny is made in honor of the weeded bourbons of Pappy Van Winkle himself. And though their mash bill is proprietary, they say their wheat content is a third more than their competitors. So taking Maker's Mark, for an example, its wheat content could be as high as 22%. Its tasting notes are molasses, caramel, vanilla, cherries, spice, citrus, and oak. Interesting. That's and who's it going against, Ed? Well, you know, it's going against our top seed in the bourbon bracket, Henry McKenna, 10-year-age, single-barrel, bottled and bond by, again, Heaven Hill. Mm. Mm. Hunter Proof, 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted barley. The journey number one. A few years ago, uh, Henry McKenna, 10-year, at number one would have been unheard of. They were not that well known. Used to get it for $29 a bottle. However, it was its upset last spring that paved the way for where it's sitting in this year's tournament. On March 24th, 2019, San Francisco World Spirits Competition, it was judged best whiskey at the show, not just best bourbon. Right. Now, four months ago, Scott and I had it on our podcast. We feel it edged out another great tenure expression in Russell Reserve. It's become a personal favorite of mine, and I expect it to take the bracket. But there is an element of, uh, you know, that makes it ripe for an upset, and that is the fact that it is a single barrel expression. Right. A post published on uh, Breaking Bourbon said that after they won that award in San Francisco, it started by saying, and then there was one, you'll probably never get to taste it, though. <laughs> Meaning that... Because it was a single barrel expression, there's only about 150 bottles out there that had the winning recipe that was at that competition. However, the upset wasn't pulled out of thin air. 
Henry Kenneth Single Barrel won the double gold and best single barrel bourbon and best bourbon at the same competition the year before. That shows consistency, and I've always thought that Henry Kenneth was one of the most consistent single barrels in the industry. You know, one of the things I find that'll definitely make this a very close match is the proofage. Uh, 92 versus 100 as a bottled and bond is going to be a lot more uh, comfortable of a space to really compare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really, really tight race. Uh, and in addition, I think a lot of those cake-like notes uh, that you're going to get, the cherry, the the lemon cake kind of flavor you're going to get out of the yeah. larceny is really going to shine through mm. versus the excellent yet more traditional uh, bottled and bond. So I think it's actually going to be a very close surprising matchup. Yeah, I think the thing for me is the thing you mentioned, the single barrel expression, it may not be the exact same, even though it might be consistent. Yeah. So whatever barrel that we happen to have may or may not be better than Larceny today. Right. So just because Larceny wins today doesn't mean that Henry McKenna tenure is not a better expression overall. They we're not saying that. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's get to it. Andres is passing us the glasses. Here are my initials. Here comes the yes, A. The A glass. And uh, we're smelling it. Hmm. Nosing, sipping. Mm. McKenna and Larceny. Okay. Mm. I'm not supposed to do that. Okay. Oh, wait. Let me put some water in this one. Those are the two options that you have. Yeah. You're trying to figure out which one you just drank. Yeah, I know. It's hard not to. Oh, that one mm. is so much nicer with water in it. A little bit. It opens up some stuff, and it's completely different than the first two, by the way, that we tried mm. in the first round. Okay. Try the B. Let me get a little bit of a water. Oh, a little cleanser. Cleanser. Okay. We have some lime raspberry sparkling spring water from Trader Joe's mm. as our palate cleanser. Tea Joe's. Ooh, yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's my favorite flavor. They have like 90 flavors, like lemon and grapefruit, but star fruit. Can I go on a tangent on exotic fruits? Sure. Exotic fruits are overrated. Oh, okay. Star fruits are not that great. They're not. Passion fruits are not that great. Um, dragon fruit is just a bitch. <laughs> fruits, delicious. Dragons, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Put them together. Dragon fruit. You would expect something amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. It is just... Hey. They're overselling themselves. Yes. We're a dragon yeah. fruit. We're going to fuck your shit up. And you're tasting it. Oh, it's all right. It's what I imagine that- sex with Lady Gaga is like. Oh, Jesus. Right. You expect it to be this amazing thing. Yes. She's wearing. Transcendental. She's wearing a meat dress. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then you actually enjoy the dragon fruit. And it's just, oh, I've had this before. Yeah. Yeah. This is just. And it's out of season. Right. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> Not a fan. All right. Hmm. Ed has his ticket in. It was tougher than I expected. I actually have no idea which one I selected. Interesting. I got completely confused. I feel like there's some similar tasty notes between both of them. Absolutely. <sighs> Are you finding that, Scott? Yes. That'd be really interesting. So I've made my All choice right. as well. Scott has made his choice. And the verdict is? It's a tie. Oh, no, it's it. not a tie. <laughs> it is a tie. Oh, come on. Damn it. It is a tie. Wow. Yeah. So Scott you choose chosen A. Yeah. Ed has chosen B. All right. Wow. I get to have another drink. That's good. The episode is spiraling out of control. (laughs) (laughs) Overtime. Okay, so Ed has poured the two whiskeys for Anders to break the tie. All right. I have whiskey A. He's contemplating whiskey A. I have to stop saying this. Well, they're all really good. There's nothing in this tournament that sucks. Right. Well, we'll get to the scotches. (laughs) Right, we're doing. Sorry, we're including this just to make ourselves better people. <laughs> I think I think you're gonna really enjoy that log of one. Right, we're hoping. All right, foreshadowing. So he's uh, put some water into the uh, into whiskey A. Whiskey A. Right, looks delicious from here. <laughs> just watching him drink A. I still have some of mine. He's smelling. He's nosing B. He's taking a sip of uh, whiskey B. Neat. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
the fact that the four has taken the the top seed into overtime is stunning enough. Can you imagine if we have a dual upsets? I did not think for a second that we would have more than one disagreement today. Yeah, of the four right matchups, matchups. that we had today. Now we have two in a row. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to do the rise. <laughs> I know it's going to be a nightmare. He's, oh, he's, he's, he's a little bit more. He's water. going back to A. <laughs> more water and A. He still can't decide. It's no. a, it's that close, dude. It was close. It was. I'm going to go with B. B. What, what, what's B? The top seat prevails in overtime. Henry McKenna. Wow. Henry McKenna, 10-year bottom bomb by a nose. And I picked the wrong one again. Or <laughs> <laughs> the right one for you. No, I suck. <laughs> so close, though. Yeah, it was really close. I was sweating during mine. I was like, I love Henry McKenna, but yeah. I'm not sure which one I like better. Mm. But there's, so a, little, close, there's yeah. a density to the Henry McKenna. Yes, there's absolutely. Depth, there's a depth. A depth. Mm. There's, a, there's depth a depth to the depth. flavor. That's another layer that Larcy doesn't have, but it's, you have to wait for it. It's there yeah. in the finish. Yeah. It finishes longer than the Larceny. All right, so moving ahead to the bourbon bracket will be Will Potstill, and it'll take on Henry McKenna. Right, and that'll be in two weeks. And now we're going to move into the rye bracket. We have four American ryes. The four seed will be Jack Daniels Single Barrel Rye. Third seed is Pikesville Rye. The second seed is Willett Family Estate Rye, Single Barrel, aged four years. And the top rye, as anyone who listens to the podcast, <laughs> Pulsey would know, is Bullet Rye. Right. Oh, Don't be surprised. I'm shocked and appalled. <laughs> so, Are you appalled? You're not. You're, not, you're neither. No. Yeah. The first matchup, uh, Willett Family Estate Rye versus Pikesville. So Pikesville, it's a straight rye whiskey. Its mash bill is 51% rye, 39% corn, 10% malted barley. It's proofed at 110. Mm. Age is more than six years. It's from the Heaven Hill Distillery. There they are again. There they are again. There they are again. Yeah. So some fun facts about the brand. Um, it was first produced in 1890s Maryland, mm. shuttered by Prohibition. Um, go back and listen to our Prohibition whiskey four parts. It's awesome. Right, Ed? Very informative. <laughs> uh, it reemerged after Prohibition and was sold under different ownerships until 1972. Heaven Hill purchased the brand in 1982, but didn't reintroduce it into the market in 2015. It is speculated that Pikesville Rye is Rittenhouse Rye bottled in bond, aged an extra two years, and bottled 10 proof higher. Mm. Um, The tasting notes are cherries, rye spice, vanilla, and summer fruits. Yeah, summer fruits. Wouldn't be summer without them. What the, the fuck was that? I don't, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> the second seed that it's going to match up against is the Willett Family Estate Rye Single Barrel, age four years. It's 110 proof, 95% rye, 5% malted barley. Coming in as the exact same source MGP rye whiskey as our top seed, mm. the Bullet Rye. The Willett family has found a way to add depth and complexity to this mix by keeping it at a really high proof. Mm. If it gets by Pikesville in the first round, I would expect an interesting bracket final against the top seed of Bullet Rye. The taste is bold with strong notes of rye spice, some brown sugar and dark cherry notes, some wood notes on the finish as well. There's no reason that this could not take the bracket. And honestly, I think it has a legitimate shot to win the whole tournament. Oh, shit. It's that good. It is, again, shocking that it's only aged four years. Whatever Willard's secret is, they should be forced to share it uh-huh. so we get all the distilleries to put out amazing products like this every four years. Yeah, so the rye distribution here is way out of whack. So we got a 95% rye versus a 51% rye. It's mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. qualifying for a rye. Correct. Honors, what do you think about this matchup? I'm really excited to see how this goes. In the bourbon matchups, I think it really did come down to not so much the mash bill or the age per se, as it really did to the proofage. Yeah. Uh, mm. This one, the 
proofage is pretty comparable. Mm, so I really think it's going to come down to the mash bill, that rye content. In the Pikesville, I think the, the proofage versus the spice that you get from the rye, which can be easily mixed up as heat, really comes in. And I thoroughly enjoy that. Uh, so comparing that to the Willet rye, which once again, I feel that KBD does no wrong. Kentucky bourbon distilleries, mm-hmm. everything they do is incredible. And that rye, that four-year rye in particular, is no slouch it, at all. It's so incredible. I'll be honest. Yeah. I think if Willet gets by Pikesville in this round, it has what it takes to win the whole tournament. Absolutely. I, I will be shocked. If Pikesville upsets Willet Rye at this mm. point, I think that w- when we're tasting the rye, we have to keep in mind that spiciness. The flavor will carry the day. We will not yes. be faked out by heat, yeah. good or bad. Whether it hurt the old Forester or helped the Henry McKenna, we'll never really know. This time it's 110 versus 110. Bring your flavor profile with you. Let's see who wins because it's going to be very comparable. Yeah. All right. So Anders is going to pour a little bit of the Willet Family Estate Rye and the Pikesville Rye, and we'll be right back. Okay, so Anders has poured us our first rye matchup, the Willett Family Estate versus Pikesville, into glasses A and B, and he's going to hand us glass A. Mm. Oh, Ooh. oh my god, that's so good. Mm. Oh, it's so much dill. There's dill there. I am such a sucker for dill. It comes from like a spice palette that I grew up with. Dill makes me think of my mom making soup. Oh. I don't know if I brought this up by my mom in Scandinavian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think mm-hmm. off the boat. And so. Right. It, Swedish, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh. Uh, um, mm. So. Uh, <laughs> Say that again. They <laughs> talk. <laughs> um, so uh, things like dill really kind of like are nostalgic for me versus like um, cardamom and coriander. Mm-hmm. I see. Cinnamon uh, for the, the spice side. Versus the warm spices. Yeah. So more not as much astringent. as like, I, I thoroughly enjoy garlic by osmosis of living in New Jersey. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. It's funny though for yeah. me and Scott, I, we both have pulled back from garlic from when we were younger like mm. when i was in my 20s and even mid-30s i liked everything with garlic 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 and now it can dominate a taste for me and i'll yeah. re- like repeat on me all night i feel like you should use garlic like you use salt if you mm. put too much yes. salt in something it's going to be absolutely Ruined. terrible but there's right. a lot of people out there who like over garlic stuff right. and i just cannot abide or by it. i ask you to roast it if you roast it you, well, you, that's, ki- you kill uh, some of the pungency and you get the flavor. That is different. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Yep. Especially like if you go all the way to black garlic. Mm. Never go back. You never go back. <laughs> Once you go black garlic, you never go back garlic. Yeah. I was, I'm off to say over in the local lounge, all things in moderation, including moderation. Mm. Mm, and I need the B now. Exactly. Off to B. Oh, all right. There yeah. we go. B. Yeah. It was quite good. Mm. Yeah. Holy crap, that is a punch in the face. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I feel like an evil genius knowing the answer. Mm. That's that's such a great reaction. Wait, can, you, can I have a sip of the A? No. I drank all my A. <laughs> no. Why did you drink all of your A? Because I, I got excited. <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, this is going to be so good. Okay, we're handing in our cards i know it's gonna be another tie i just know it we are not on the same page today 
think that just makes for better podcasting. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so what's the verdict? It's a tie. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Unbelievable. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll be right back. When that's I'm, tremendous. Anders is getting a drink every round, though, so that's a plus for him. <laughs> I like this shit. <laughs> Overtime. Okay, so Ed has poured uh, <laughs> the whiskeys for Anders. At another tie-breaking situation. <laughs> we don't have time for this. <laughs> this is this is going to be insane. Uh, this right. is. I'm handing over glass A. Way I'm, too nerve-wracking. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't have confidence that I am going to be able to tell which is which. I, okay. I tell you right now. I had trouble. I had trouble too. I really wasn't sure which one I was choosing. No. But I All said, right. you know what? I'm diving in. I'm going to choose the one I thought best. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try A now. He's trying A. You know, Ed, as much as we agree on whiskey, we've disagreed three times. It's interesting today. Yeah. yeah. But remember, we agreed enough to have them all on the tournament. So the, yeah. we're in the same ballpark with each other. We're just kind of like, you know. Man. That's so delicious. It's um, spectacular. Let me try a little bit of B before I make some comments. Right. <laughs> mm. Both are exceptional. Um, I think people sleep on how floral rye can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I always champion the fact that bourbon is like cornbread and rye is like rye bread. That's kind of how you tell the difference. One mm-hmm. is really spicy and hearty and grows up north and the other grows down south and it's really sweet and savory right right particularly rise that uh come into prominence over the past like let's say 15 years or so are so floral mm. and i think people don't appreciate that as much and that's mm-hmm. something that i'm really getting out of both of these rides in particular these are really traditional expressions of what rye whiskey should taste like Right. Absolutely. Except, except yeah. what's amazing is how close they are yeah. having such a different mm. mash bill. Right. Yeah. There's so much more rye in the right. millet, and yet the Pikesville is standing right next mm. to it going, I'm a rye. Yeah. Maybe because it's aged a little bit more, it, it held yeah. more of the rye flavor. Right. Like, that's interesting to think about, too. It is. Mm-hmm. So who's going to be the winner? <sighs> He's going back and forth between A and B. I'm going to go with B. B. What is it? The Willet. <laughs> Willet yeah. Family Estate Rye in a nose again. Yes. Me and Anders. Yes. And, uh, and I'm the also ran again. <laughs> what if it ends up being Willet in the semifinals? Uh, Will it be Willet? Oh, it could oh. be. No, absolutely could be. It yeah. could. Yeah. That is, yeah we knew that. that is a reality now. Yeah, we, we knew that going yeah. forward. Will it be Willet? That would be incredible. It may be. But I think all this has done is validate Pikesville existence and Heaven Hill again having a very, very fine expression mm. Heaven all Hill. through the tournament. Yeah. And I have to tell you, most people walking around have just don't even know who Heaven Hill is, but with Elijah Craig and Henry McKenna and Larceny and Pikesville now, it's just everywhere you turn, and they have this corn mash one, like this mellow yellow corn one that I don't even, yeah. I've never even tried it, but I mean, I'm that sure. That high corn whiskey. <laughs> and today, before we got started, we pre-gamed with Henry McKenna, not the tenure, yeah. $17.5 yeah, of Henry right. Kenna just oh, to see man. and it was delicious it was sweet and approachable and not as complex as what we're doing right now but I mean holy crap if you want to drink something every day I mean, <laughs> you can't go wrong with it at $17 a bottle alright so we're going to move on hopefully uh, Scott and I can get this one right or I can get one right <laughs> Because so far he's been, I'm over three. He's Thanks. been beat up by Anders and I, yeah. choosing the right one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. Got black 
So the next matchup we have is, oh man, it's our favorite bullet rye versus Jack Daniel's single barrel rye. And I'm going to take bullet rye first. The proof is 90. There's no age statement. The distiller is MGP. The bottler is Bullet Distilling Company. The owner is Diageo. Fun facts, it was featured on our very first episode, and we probably mentioned it on every other episode in short that we've uh, we were done. so young and spry on the first episode i know are we uh it's our favorite go-to whiskey for cocktails i always have some on my whiskey shelf as i do in my house uh, right now it's the best price to taste value i think on the market and perhaps the best rye whiskey under 60 dollars. a fact that we're testing in this tournament Correct. uh it was only launched in 2011 and they have a 12 year aged expression as well yes Tasting notes, uh, vanilla, toffee, caramel, cinnamon, cloves, and pepper. Greatness. So, Ed, what's amazing about Bullet Rye's Challenger is I don't think a lot of people even know that Jack Daniels has a single barrel rye. Right. And I'll tell you right now, the selection committee has gotten a lot of flack from the minions. <laughs> Jack, they Daniels, have. Jack Daniels is the most popular selling whiskey in the country. It is. In the world. And its vast army of fans are complaining loudly that this is the expression picked to be in the tournament by the selection committee. Jack Daniels single barrel rye. First of all, this is the first expression not to use a traditional 80% corn, 12% barley, 8% rye since 1866. Mm. So Mm -hmm. we're picking a selection that is un-Jack Daniels-like. Okay, Nothing else is like it, and I think that's why we picked it. Mm. I agree. It has traditional tasting notes and flavors of a high-quality rye with notes of cinnamon, vanilla, and, of course, rye mixing into a long finish with some hints of some dark sweet fruits. Now, it seems like a really tough task here, trying to upset the house favorite bullet rye, which Scott and I can pick in our dreams. <laughs> you, could, you could put 10 down and, and we'll pick out bullet rye. So, But as we've shown today, we're going to go with what tastes good today. Yeah. And we don't have a lot of experience with the Jack Daniels a single barrel rye. We don't. Which is 70% rye, 18% corn, and 12% malted barley, coming in at a strong 94 proof. Right. Again, yeah. so the mash bill of the bullet rye, 95% rye and 5% malted barley. So again, we have a big difference in rye content. It's the question is, will the Jack Daniels bring a little more sweetness and flavor to it that we're not expecting? Maybe. So we'll see. So, Anders, what do you think about the bullet rye and Jack Daniels single oh, barrel rye matchup? Uh, I'm going to call it right now. I think this is going to be a tiebreaker, and I think it's going to oh, fuck damn. with both of you, and it's going to come up in the, the podcast till the end of it. days. Uh, the Jack Daniels single barrel rye is unlike any Ew. other thing that the Jack Daniels puts out. It is an incredible rye whiskey from a company that is so iconic but is not known for rye and mm. is not known for anything other than old number seven right yeah frank sinatra did not put a bottle of single bell rye up and be like this no. is the nectar of the gods right. and i think that's really right. what makes it special and unique all right so what i'm hearing is if we want to continue to pursue getting sponsorship from bullet rye it cannot go to a tie that's what i'm hearing <laughs> because Andres is going to slam dunk on the jack daniels if he gets it in his mouth <laughs> So foreshadowing. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, so I'm we'll calling it, it right now. All right. And Anders has handed us the two whiskeys, A and B. All right. A. 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 Mm, very spicy. A. A. <laughs> a. A. Really is, it, is it the meeting group? Is we, it my initials? Yeah. Who can say? Who can say? Hmm. A. A. Interesting. Hmm. 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 A little bit of water in there. Oh. Hmm. We've had a lot to drink. <laughs> yeah. Any yeah. early impressions on yeah, A? Uh, it's um, sweet, but yet there's a pepper on the tongue. It's more peppery than I 
thought either of them were going to be. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Interesting. Uh, first impressions on B. It's harsh on the nose. It's got a little more mm. fire to it. Yeah, it it's, like it's a little more interesting. Fire. It's fiery. Higher eye, maybe. <sighs> Swish it with some water. It's really close. Closer than I expected. Mm. Fuck on this is right again. Interesting. <laughs> Fuck on it'll, it'll be right interesting. Again. I called it earlier that this is going to be a tie as well. We've, <laughs> We've had, had three, three. Yeah. so far. It'll be interesting to see if all of these matchups, very well seated, in my opinion, end up being a tie between the two. All right. <laughs> Ed has submitted. Scott I feel has like, submitted. I feel like if I have the wrong answer, my whole life is a failure. <laughs> I feel like I'm a fraud right now because I don't know which one I chose. Are you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. You both have chosen A. Yes. Yes. And A is. Which is. Bullet right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> validation all right oh my god we did all right that bullet sponsorship is coming (laughs) so i was wrong (laughs) no but were you wrong because i was incredibly conflicted right i was so afraid that i chose (laughs) i wanted bullet to win so bad but i wasn't sure because they were so good yeah they were they're both delicious so uh, more props to Mm. jack daniel single barrel absolutely absolutely it belonged in the tournament it represented itself fantastic yeah so all the jd lovers who hated the fact that this is the expression that we put in our tournament well fuck you this deserved it even yeah. though it just lost <laughs> even though it just lost so in the future would you have seated it higher maybe kind not, of situation not above these three but mm. above others possibly yeah mm. like I, it's it's moved up in my mind yeah like the reason the selection committee chose this particular expression yeah was that it was my birthday present <laughs> and we already had it so it's good enough to be in it entirely stands especially by the way drinking the all four of these at the same time i don't Mm. feel like there was any drop off for the jack daniels single barrel rye i feel like the reason why i did not pick the jack daniels single barrel because it was just a little bit harsher than than the bullet it wasn't as smooth Mm. it wasn't as smooth pour yourself a little bit if you want absolutely right wow i'm surprised it was as close as i was sweating we made it out to be yeah but again, this is why we're doing it blind. Yeah. This is yeah. why we're, the whole reason we're doing it. It makes it all the more thrilling. So um, just to reiterate the matchups, we have the, our, that initial upset, the Willet uh, Potsdill Bourbon right. against the Old Forester 1920. Yeah. We'll now be going up against the Henry McKenna 10 year, the 2017 Whiskey of the Year mm-hmm. from the San Francisco uh, um, Spirits Competition. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be insane. That'll be great. That'll be so much fun. And then in the in the rye bracket, we have, we've got the Willet. It, which pulled ahead in a really close matchup against Pikesville. Very, Pikesville. Yeah. very close. Yeah. In my mind, another tiebreaker. Really, <sighs> really floral. Right. Very comparable expressions of rye that, that will barely just pulling ahead against yeah. Pikesville. Yeah. And then, of course, mm. uh, the favorite. Yeah. That bullet, 95.5 rye. And yet we were sweating yeah. it out to the fourth we're gonna, period. We're going to have two versions of the 95.5 MGP yeah. going to the finals. And it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. It really will. So we're going to do, uh, just to say coming up, the British Isles whiskeys, the Scotch mm. and Irish, will be next week, March 12th. The round twos, all four brackets, their finals, which will be on March 19th. That'll be in two weeks. Right. And then the final pour will be three weeks from now, the last week in March. That's going to be incredible. Uh, do you mind if I plug some stuff real quick? No, we need sure, you to. Sure, no, go ahead. Yeah, the uh, local. Think, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, over at the local lounge, by the time you hear this episode, uh, we will have March Whiskey Wednesday 
Wednesday. It's actually we're breaking uh, we're breaking the rules on this one. Oh. We'll be doing a three course tasting with Green Spot, Yellow Spot, and Red Spot, oh. uh, Mitchell's and Son bangers, and an apple mashed paired with the Green nice. Spot. We'll be doing a lamb with the Yellow Spot, and then the Red Spot will be paired with this delightful tart. So uh, yes. we're really excited to have all of that going on. Plenty more tastings coming up. Also, the Hundred Whiskey Club. Uh, it's free to sign up over at the local lounge in Mount Holly, New Jersey. Uh, I'm fourth. Yes. <laughs> Ed is ranked fourth. It is not a competition. I right. will swear. It's a personal. Up and down. It's not a competition, but uh, but the members, you know, we like to see who can get yeah. out there and be adventurous. Yeah. Really looking to seeing uh, both the air and I'd love to have some of your listeners come out to this. Well, events. absolutely. Thank you so much, Anders, for yeah. coming and helping us out. All right. To wrap up this first round of the Whiskey Madness, the final pour, I'm Ed. I'm Scott. I'm Anders. Tune in next week when we see who wins with the Scotch and Irish. Awesome. Going over the pond, as they say. All right. We're going, heading back over. Across the pond. Yeah. All right, man. Later, everybody. Later. You just gonna take that Or will you fucking fight back You ain't never ever gonna break it You can never beat them and they're better than you face it Thinking that they're giving them your knife to get straight kid No, they don't give a damn, you got what I'm saying? I'm not fucking playing, I'll give it to you straight, man There's too many others and you're not that great, man Stop what you're saying, stop what you're making Everybody here knows that you just fake it.